fan, welcome back to Sea Red UK, a UK-based Chicago Bulls podcast. I'm Matt, and as usual, I'm joined by my boy Neil. How are we doing, Neil? I'm very good, mate. Thank you very much. <laughs> How are you? Yeah, bit of a manic day. Um, as you were just I was explaining to you, but just before coming on this, someone decided to take the mirror off my truck in the services, so... That's not helped things. And then when I jumped out, I had a rat run over my foot. So that was a delight. <laughs> nice. And I paid 40 quid for the pleasure of it all as well. Oh, lovely. So, yeah, definitely need this uh, little therapy session for tonight. And uh, not really going to go too deep on anything. It's a bit of a light-hearted one again. Just fill the little gap we've got between, uh, well, pre-season and the opener on um, well, whatever day it is. I'm confused as to what day it's on. I believe it's Thursday morning for us, half 12. Yeah, Thursday morning, half 12. Game day's yeah. Wednesday in Chicago. And then uh, by the time it's reaching us here in the UK and Irish shores, it will be the Thursday morning. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, um, obviously we'll be hoping to do an episode Thursday after the game well not straight after the game because that's just going to be about three o'clock in the morning and nobody wants to listen to us drone on at that time so uh, maybe Thursday night and then we're going to have a what two games over the weekend Saturday and Sunday morning I believe yeah um, we'll go again next week so yeah on to tonight's episode um, like I say a bit of light hearted uh, I'll start off with any latest Bulls news and it started on, I believe, was it Saturday when it was announced we signed Costas to his two-way deal? Yep. And just goes to show we don't actually know what we're talking about because we both <laughs> said that hopefully his performances in pre-season meant we wasn't going to sign him. Um, obviously, it come out that we eventually waived Justin Lewis. However, he is sticking around the Bulls organisation for his rehab and... Hopefully, that means next year we look at signing him to a two-way again. Yeah, I'd I'd say that's kind of the plan. Uh, rehab him, but don't lose out on a roster spot for this season, and then uh, and then pick him up again next year after he's been gone through the uh, the the health protocols and everything like that to get um get better. Yeah, I mean it's not you can understand it, and at the end of the day, they're only two-way deals, so. They're probably not going to have that much of an effect on the the overall roster anyway. Mm. Um, it does look as if I've not seen any official announcement from Bulls yet, but Malcolm Hill has got the other one. Yeah, alongside Costas, uh, I can't see us seeing much of. Well, as long as everything goes to plan this year, either of them, and that's how we want it, I suppose. Yeah, they're there to be called up if we need them, I guess. But um, other than that, I doubt they'd be doing too much more than uh, Windy City stuff and bench warming, really. Yeah, I mean, hopefully Costas does develop, but I'm not going to hold my breath on it. Well, he's just a gateway drug, isn't he? Let's yeah, be honest. And, I mean, the, it's annoying me how everyone's saying we've signed him just to get Yanis in 2026 because... To me, that's not enough to get it done. No. He, he, at this stage in his career, no. he doesn't care where his brothers are. You know we what I mean? The, we need Thanasis and Costas to get Yanis and, surely. And Alex, or whatever the other one's called. <laughs> yeah. but, so, 
Yeah, I mean, there was other players I'd seen. Well, apparently Bulls have signed and waived. I'm sure that's just to get them in at Windy City. There was, was it Okaro White and Henry Drell, who was part of the Summer League team and Windy City last year. So, again, not really Bulls news as such, but it's covered. So, mm. uh, Then it come out that Javante Green went down injured or um, sat out practice, contact practice anyway the other day. With a was it hip pointer? What the, That's it. Yeah. How worded it. However, looking at all the media today, he has been back putting up shots and participating fully. So, yeah, it looks like he's good. Yeah, I mean, you, know, you can't keep someone like that down. So, no, he's a machine. Um, yeah, and then I guess we'll touch on the the Lonzo Ball, the, the, the Lavar. Well, Lavar Ball doing his podcast or whatever it was on and uh, said that there was a bit of fragment floating around in his knee that was catching a nerve or something and that's what or that's what they've discovered anyway yeah um, well, if that is if that is accurate you know and Lavar isn't always known for his accuracy but if that is accurate I mean that is a much better scope for um, for rehabbing and, and being back in in the fray a lot sooner, I think. Yeah, I mean, I also believe he said he's already got the stitches out and stuff like that, so hopefully there's no infection mm-hmm. to follow from it. And it is just now a case of ramp his rehab up and yeah. hope that he can walk upstairs, I guess. <laughs> yeah. You must be very lonely sitting downstairs in your house for however many months. I don't know. You might have a, <laughs> quite a big downstairs level, if you're right, I'd say. <laughs> Right, he's probably got a lift in his house anyway, hasn't he? Probably. probably. <laughs> well, um, I believe that's it for... I mean, obviously, there's the usual media stuff coming out, you know, Dragic going back to Miami and stuff like that. But, you know, it's just what you expect now. So, it's sort of... Imagine the next couple of days we'll get a bit of general media stuff as we ramp up. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing that I was... But I wasn't going to mention. I wasn't even going to put it on the socials. But the the leaked pictures of the city jerseys, yeah, sort of a a patterned white with black and maroon sort of stripes down the side, and yeah, I mean, the, if that is what we're going with, I've seen. I'm sure I've seen that picture, or not them pictures, but a sort of computerized picture of it somewhere a few weeks ago. So. Does seem to be that's what we're going with. And it's clean looking. Yeah, it is. It is. It's it's, it's clean. It's got nice lines on it. It's, it's you know, but it's not exactly stand out like the last few years. Doesn't make yeah. it the same kind of impact. No, I mean to me, it's it's very similar to the white jerseys we've already got. Yeah, it, it, it is, and and that that kind of maroony red is. A little too close to the Cavs colours for my liking. Yeah, I mean, I would be if that is what we're going with. I, I would be getting one, so I'm saving myself a little bit of money there. Yeah. But you know, um, it, I think a lot, general opinion is pretty split. To be fair, some people seem to like it, some don't. Mm. I'm not a fan of it personally, but yeah, is what it is. I suppose it's yeah, it's gra- it's grand. 
I mean, you know, if, if someone arrived at my doorstep and handed one to me for nothing, I wouldn't exactly be disappointed. But at the same time, I'm not going to go out and spend 120 euro on one. No, exactly. And I mean, it might look better on the court, on the players. It might. Um, but it's still not going to be enough to convince me to get one. <laughs> so, but yeah, we'll move on to the um, the first part of our, well, sort of segments for tonight. And like I say, it's going to be a little bit lighthearted. We've already done our Bulls predictions. Um, we're going to do a little bit of NBA predictions. Um, obviously, any predictions are hard because you just don't know. Nah. Um, health plays a massive part in it. And like I say, it's just literally a little bit of fun for us. Maybe look back at the end of the end of the year and see if we got any of it right and have a little bit of a gloat about it. But if not, no. <laughs> or just no see sense. how far wrong we were as well. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you've listened to our previous episodes, we have mentioned that we don't tend to watch a lot of the other NBA just purely because of the times. Yeah. Um, but I think we've got a pretty good grasp of it I know the fantasy league definitely helps <laughs> um, it certainly f- helps you spot players that you wouldn't really pay attention to and we've both got the full league pass this year so if there's yeah. any UK friendly tips that aren't bulls then I'll definitely be watching them so yeah I guess we'll move on and the first one is what are your predictions for the Western Conference final Okay. Um, well, to be perfectly honest with you, I reckon that Golden State are going to be there anyway. Um, if not, they'll just throw more money at it. Well, exactly. Um, so I put Golden State in, and then I think that Memphis are going to top the West, but I think it will be Mavs, Golden State in the final. Right. So yeah, I've I've wrote some down and then I kind of changed it as I've wrote it. <laughs> now, last year, I, I kind of felt Clippers were going to have a good year. Um, yeah, and they're expected but, to again this season. Yeah, so I, I've actually got them and Mavs. Okay. Um, purely because I think Luke is just going to go off. Um, yeah, I do too. With... And obviously, the, the I can't remember exactly where they got to this year, but they got in. I know they got in the playoffs, and did they win the first series or did they go out in the first year? I can't remember which one it was now. Um, I can't remember. Either. I think did they, I think they did they go out in the first round? Maybe. Yeah, but then obviously they've signed um, like Christian Wood, is it mm-hmm. from Rocket? So I think he yeah. could be a, a massive boost to them. And with Clippers, it all depends on health. You know, if they if they've I mean they had a Obviously, uh, Kawhi sat out all year. Um, Paul George was in and out, wasn't he, with injuries? Yeah. So, and they still finished all right, I thought, to be fair, considering. So if they can... I mean, Kawhi's never had a full season, I don't think, has he? He's, he's not known for his availability. But no. if they can get 60 to 70 games out of him, I'd imagine that would be enough. Um, same out of Paul George ready for the playoffs and yeah so I've gone Clippers Mavs in the Western Conference right so we've both gone Mavs anyway yeah and Eastern Conference 
Okay, do you want me to go first? Yeah. Okay, same again. I've got Boston as a, a shoe-in for both of the two that I've put down. Um, and I reckon it'll be Boston Sixers in the final. Ooh. But I think Miami's going to top the East. Mm, interesting. See, I've gone Sixers Bucks in the final. Okay. So obviously we're both fancy Sixers. Yeah. I just think Bucks have had a, a year out of the sort of well away from the finals now, aren't they? And winning it, and they've not really improved the team. But I don't think they really there's anything they can improve on. To be fair, again, it comes down to health with them and Chris Middleton and. Which is not a good start of the season at the moment. No. He's going to be out for the next <laughs> two to three weeks. Yeah, so I think you know the the East is is too too tough to call this year. Right, um, yeah, and it, all it takes is an injury to one player in any of them teams, a, ser- a serious injury that is. Yeah, you know, season-ending injury, and they'll find themselves struggling to get in the playing. You know, and that goes for I think from every team. You know, if if Bucks lose Yanis for a long period of time, then they've, yeah. they've got nobody, have they? Do you know what I mean? It's the team's strong enough to get into the playoffs without Yanis, I think, but not strong enough to get over the the final hurdle, sort of thing. It's just it's just too close. I mean, it's literally going to be a handful of games between the top six to eight teams. Yeah, and as usual, I think it comes down to whoever's healthiest as we go into the playoffs yeah. in terms of who reaches the final. So, so yeah. Um, and on to the, obviously the, well, the final. Who would you have in that? Going off what we just said. Uh, um, I think Boston get over the hump against the Sixers and uh, yeah, I, I, I'd love to say Mavs, but I'm going to say Golden State, Boston final again. Mm-hmm. Hope not. <laughs> yeah, I never said it's what I want. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I've gone Clippers Bucks with a Clippers win. Okay. Um, but all that changes if they get one injury to yeah any of their key guys, I think. Well, that's exactly it. And and if you were to ask me who I think takes it out of Golden State and Boston, I think I think Boston nick it this time. Mm. So yeah, I just think maybe last season was has took a lot out of Boston, and then obviously the the coaching change, and obviously they're missing Robert Williams out there for the start of the year. Yeah, but then I suppose it's how you finish, and by that point, Blake, probably now they got Blake, so. <laughs> well, and, and he's wearing ninety one as well, is in honour to Rodman, which is a. Oh, I had I hadn't heard that actually. Is it? Yeah, is I'd, I'd, I'd seen he was wearing ninety one, and someone said it, or the post going round was it was to honour Rodman, which didn't really make any sense. I didn't know if it was a bit of a. I mean, he's not. I mean, he's not a bad rebounder, but he's not exactly renowned for being a solid D and rebound guy, is he? <laughs> I'd. He's more renowned for dunking over a car, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is not going to happen this year. <laughs> no, 
<laughs> no, I think he's definitely past his prime. Although to be to be fair to him, he had kind of added a little bit of a uh, turnaround jump shot to his to his game in the last couple of years. Yeah, I mean, I think once he got out of uh, Detroit, he's kind of just become a savvy vet, really, hasn't he? He's yeah. Just, yeah, you know, he's not somebody that you'd go out of your way to sign, but at the same time, nice to have coming off the bench. Yeah. A bit like Goran, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. So, yeah. Um, finals MVP, then. Who would you have? Finals MVP? Um, Obviously, a lot of it depends on who wins, I guess. But Well, and who we're going to say is going to be in the final. But um, let me think, let me think, let me think. I guess if I'm going to say Boston are going to win it outright against Golden State, I'll go Tatum. Yeah, and like I say I went Clippers, so I've gone Paul George. Yeah, but could quite easily go to Kawhi if they win it. So yeah, easily. If he's got his game face, oh, hang on, he always has his game face on. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, when he's sitting down to eat his dinner, he's got his game face on. <laughs> I wonder if I get another laugh out of him if he does. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> and then uh, I mean, I should have asked it before, really, but you, you regular season MVP. Doncic. Mm. See, I was torn between him and Embiid. And I think okay. it comes down to health with Embiid. Yeah. Just if he plays enough games, then he'll get it. If the rest him, which they likely are, then I think it goes to Doncic. Well, I mean, Embiid was in the conversation so much last year as well. It would kind of make sense that he might take that extra little step up. Yeah, I mean... We both said we can't see uh, Joker winning a third. They're not three-peating anybody for MVP. <laughs> if they if they didn't do it for Jordan and they didn't do it for Kobe and they didn't do it for LeBron, they're not doing it for anybody else. Yeah, exactly. Uh, just a few uh, fun questions now because that's the end of the predictions. I'm yeah. not even going to ask about sixth man and most improved. And, cause... It's too varying. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, obviously, as I said before, we've both got the full league pass now, so we've got the option to watch various teams. Apart from Bulls, which team would you class as your, well, your league pass team, as they call it? Okay, well, I've broken it down into an East team and a West team. Mm. So in the East, and this is mainly just to keep up with the competition and see how they've developed because I think they're the nearest team to us and that's Cleveland. Yeah. Um, and then in the West, purely because even though he said some stupid stuff during the summer that almost put me off him, <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm going to go with Memphis purely because I like the way they play and that's mainly centred around John Morant. I just think he is the most exciting player to watch since Derek yeah and plays very like him yeah um, I mean that sort of goes into the next question I guess but obviously I've gone I've gone a little bit different um, I've gone Pistons in the east okay and Rockets in the west slash yeah. Grizzlies Okay. And yeah, I was kind of I was tempted by Rockets too. I think they're a good young core team. Yeah, and that's the same with Pistons. I think 
Um, it's just obviously with them being pistons, it's you don't really want to watch them. But um, I think obviously with players like Cade Cunningham and uh, Jaden Ivey, and um, I quite like uh, the centre. What's his name? Is that Isaiah Stewart? Yeah. Um, just purely because of his little rampage that he went on. Yeah. You know, I think they're a good young team, same as Rockets. As we've said before, we're both quite big fans of uh, KPJ. Yeah. Who's just got his extension, I believe, today, actually. Um, did he? Yeah, four years, I think it was four years, 80-odd million. Okay. Only the first year's guaranteed. <laughs> Only the first uh, year's guaranteed? Yeah, I'm sure that's what I read. Um, wow amongst everything else that was going on but um, <laughs> busy day yeah um, but yeah you've got to have Grizzlies up there I think they're the, the best young team in the league at the minute they're the most exciting anyway definitely yeah you know the, a lot of good players and plus they've got Stephen Adams haven't they which oh yeah <laughs> Lo- I love love Aquaman <laughs> ever since I saw him pick up Tony Bradley like a rag doll I lost all respect for Bradley and gained <laughs> all the respect for Stephen Adams. Yeah. So, yeah. And then on to the next one, you've kind of probably already touched on it. I don't know if that's going to be a definite answer, but your favourite player around the league that isn't a bull? Yeah, it is Jar Morant. Um, but there are a few that I like to to watch, really enjoy watching their highlights. And now I'll actually get the opportunity with the full league pass to uh, to watch a bit more of them. And that's um, Joker, obviously, Luca, and KD. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've kind of gone with Jar as well. I know what he said through the off-season kind of changed a lot of people's opinions of him. But to me, you've got to have that level of confidence. I mean, claiming that you'd beat MJ one-on-one is... Far too confident, like, but <laughs> um, you know, you got to I'm going to put it down yeah. to young and young and confident. We'll put it, we'll put it down to that. Yeah, but then the thing is, you know, that he's a sort of player that can back his confidence up as well. I mean, that video that I shared from was it when they beat Rockets in preseason last last week, where behind the back, yeah, he got the steal and then breaks out at full speed does a little behind the back dribble and then takes off from just inside the free throw line and slams it down you know yeah how can you not appreciate things like that it's just yeah. it's unreal and yeah it is yeah so I'd say he's still up I mean I've said it for well since his rookie year really that I like him and what have you as you say there are other players around the league I quite like um Jalen Green at Rockets. I think okay. he's he can be quite fun to watch. Um, then you obviously got like the likes of Luca and yeah. Uh, I'm just trying to think if there's anybody else in the East. Really, I mean, I'm I'm not a big fan of KD to be fair. Oh, you know, uh, he's just he's just got such an all round game. You know, just... yeah. I mean, I like his game. I just don't like him. <laughs> <laughs> which yeah I, I cloud my judgement by what I read in the on the socials I guess but yeah I just don't follow it <laughs> no I mean it's just obviously when you see the story all this he wants to leave Brooklyn and then he doesn't and 
you know, he's moving around to get a ring and still not working for him. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. However, uh, if he was to come to Chicago, I wouldn't complain. No, no, no. But then he's more, he is more changeable than Irish weather. So, you know, it's, it's hard to keep up. <laughs> so, yeah, that takes us on to the the next one. And the last one is um, your least favourite non-ball around the league. Yeah, well, anyone that's listened to us uh, any bit and has heard me talking, they'll know who I'm going to lead with. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Just, yeah, LeBron, hands down. Just, the guy just makes my skin crawl. Um, And that's not to say that I don't appreciate his ability and his talent, because I do. And, you know, he is certainly in the conversation as one of the greatest players that's ever played the game. So it's not that I'm I'm hating on him um, blindly. I know what he is, and I know what he can do, but I just can't stand him. <laughs> I just cannot stand the guy. Um, so you didn't like Space Jump too, then? Look, my kids wanted to see it. I took him to <laughs> I took him to see it. I sat through it. Uh, I just don't understand why he had to make Space Jam two and not just make his own basketball movie. Um, but then that's kind of how I feel about him in general across his whole career is he's so eager to be known as being better than Jordan that he's spent his whole career standing in Jordan's shadow. And and part of that's his his own creation. Yeah. Do you know, just go out there and and be you and do you and, and let everybody else tell you how good you are. Don't go out telling everybody else I'm better than anybody else. I'm the greatest that's ever played the game and it, all this stuff. And and okay, you came close to backing it up, but you didn't quite get over the hump. So you'll always be remembered as not quite getting there. Yeah, and I mean, you to go into the goat conversation, and it's always going to be MJ. Always, but, you know, there's that many players from before MJ and during MJ and as I said to you last night to me even Kobe rates higher than yeah um, LeBron yeah. just purely because the mentality was different you know totally. it didn't have to move around teams to win four rings which a lot of other players in the league have also got at the minute but yeah. doesn't need to get spoke about um, you know and he did it all in LA and then and, and, and with varying team members that came and went, and not because he went out and hunted them to join him, but just because that was the decision of the of the club. Yeah, and as we also said, the the redeem team documentaries out at the minute, and yeah, who was on that team before they decided? Oh, we need Kobe to come and help us. Le- LeBron. Yeah. So again, you know, you can't deny he is a talent. Oh, big time. And, but as as I'll get into with mine, just because they're talented doesn't mean we have to actually like them. Um, exactly. I mean, because my my choice for it is as anybody who knows me or listens in chats and stuff is uh, Trey Young. I just can't stand it. the look of him and everything. Just irritates me. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid little wispy hair that looks like someone's stuck on a lollipop it just you know and then it 
it goes, kind of goes back to Jamaran, you know what I mean? Like the way they act, but they haven't even achieved anything yet. And that's why people get turned off by him. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, Jamaran can't come out and say that he'd take MJ one-on-one when he's not actually achieved anything. Was he got most improved or whatever it was he won? And, you know, I mean, what's Trey Young actually won? Is it one playoff position with the uh, Hawks? Mm-hmm. So to me, to act the way he does on the court, and yeah, you, you can't warrant it. If I mean, yeah, it's all a bit of fun and stuff like that, and you probably don't really care about what people think of him. Which no, I'm, I'm, sh- I'm sure he doesn't care about us when he's uh, getting his paycheck. <laughs> yeah, but plus now we've got Io to lock him up, then. Yeah, sod him. I'm not bothered about him. <laughs> yeah, I owe frustrated just, him last year. Hopefully he'll do the same again this year. Yeah, he just irritates me and I hope that he never wins anything in his career. <laughs> just, again, you know, can't knock his talent. No. At the end of the day, he's a lot more talented than I'll ever be and I've ever been. But that's the joys of being an armchair fan. We get to sit back and call out these multi-millionaires on being idiots, basically. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. <laughs> So, have, have you anybody else kind of lined up that you can't really stand either or is it just all channeled into Trey Young yeah I think I know where you're trying to take me with <laughs> probably a controversial unpopular opinion but I don't like Steph Curry <laughs> yeah well um, I think, well, you're, I think pa- your reasoning is sound though I think you should explain why because yeah. your reasoning is sound yeah, I was going to say, it's not the fact I don't like Steph Curry because he is, again, majorly talented and he's got, what, four rings now? Yeah. And he's led Golden State to them four rings. So you can't knock him for that. Um, but I cast on the three-point game. And to me, it's him that has made the game go that way. Oh, he's part of the reason why the game's gone that way. He's certainly been the the, the trailblazer for it. You know, he, he yeah. led... Let it no way. denying he is probably the greatest three-point shooter there has been. Yeah. Apologies, my legend. Um, <laughs> but I just find it boring to watch, Do it, hence why Jamarant is my favourite player to watch because he's got a mix of everything. You know, I'm yeah. not saying Steph Curry can't dunk it or what have you, but when your main worry is him throwing up a three all game, every game I just find it <coughs> a bit boring and then yeah. when he's got Clay Thompson there that does the same <laughs> is why I can't stand Golden State <laughs> just, uh, but yeah. unfortunately it's incredibly e- effective and, and uh, yeah as we've found out um, yeah. yeah and as we've mentioned plenty of times Bulls don't seem to have that sort of player no, we don't have that kind of player that can throw the ball up like that. And we also don't seem to have the defence to be able to nail it down either and, and get out to the three-point shot. So it catches yeah. us in both ways, really. I mean, sort of, like I say, no no hit to any of them. It's just a little bit of light-hearted mm. opinion, basically. Um, and um, I guess it's just a little bit of bitterness, the fact that they've won it and... Yeah, you don't want anybody to win it apart from Bulls. So we had our we had our moment in the nineties. Unfortunately, we did. 
and we just not got it back. <laughs> but good times will come back again. Don't worry, we're hanging in there. We've been uh, through the bad fair. times. We're getting to enjoy basketball again. At yeah, least. I was going to say to be fair, the the re and L, which you know, yeah, plenty of uh, Showtime bulls and stuff like that to come and highlight plays and yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I just throw out quickly um, one one more guy that I don't like watching, and then a special mention as well. Um, I can't stand the way James Harden plays. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, oh, especially the kind of the flopping and then the, uh, when somebody goes near him after he's taken the shot and oh, he just annoys the hell out of me um, to watch him play. But again, I'm not saying he's not talented. He's incredibly talented. Um, I just, just, there's something dirty about the way he plays basketball. I just don't like it. Yeah. And I mean, like you say, you know, denying he's talented and fair play to him for taking his. Uh, Reduced deal, I guess. Yeah, you know, that, which surprised me actually. But um, yeah, I was th- that was slightly, uh, slightly um, impressive that he did that. But yeah, I still don't like him. The thing is, it's a reduced deal when you're earning however much he was earning, and he's still earning. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. If my work turned around to me and said, well, "We're going to give you a reduced deal, but still pay you fifteen million, then uh, really? Yeah. Okay. I guess that. I'll get by. <laughs> yeah. But we'll put a better we'll put better people in, so you won't have to work as hard. Oh, okay, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So then, my special mention, and I'm sure you'll completely and utterly back me up on this one, um, is Grayson Allen. Yeah, I was, I was thinking him, but then to me, if it wasn't for the Caruso thing, I wouldn't even notice him. To be fair, no, that's true. You know, and it is just purely the well, not even the Crusoe thing. It's just the the dirtiness in it. It's just yeah. blatant dirtiness as well. That's and it's and the smirk with it. that goes with it. Yeah, you know, every every time you, if you look back on any of the times he did it, because it wasn't just to Caruso. He's done it multiple times. He always has that like dirty little smirk on his face, and that's that's what just gets my goat really. Yeah, and hopefully. We can wipe that smirk off his face this year. Hopefully, all going well. Hopefully, somebody does more than what DJJ did, and I wouldn't wish injury on anybody. But is it that elbow to the head? Obviously, you can't knock any sense into stupid, can you? So... No, no, there's no fixing stupid. Unfortunately, the call with Tim Sinclair is brought to you by Stump, the new app for iOS and Android that allows anyone to create an instant social podcast. Whether by yourself or with friends, Stump lets you connect, record, and instantly share your conversations with the world. Talk about anything with anyone and share it with everyone. It's the social network solely for audio. Download the free app from the App Store or Google Play. Or learn more at GetStump.com. Stump, your voice has a place. Yeah, so we'll move on to the last part, I guess. And we're going to look ahead to the Heat game on Thursday morning for us here in the UK. Uh, obviously, it's a half-twelve tip, so more like quarter to one by the time they actually get round to it Thursday yeah. morning. Um, obviously, we all know we've got a pretty tough start to the season, starting in, in Miami. Now... Obviously, last year, 
They finished first in the East with a record of 53-24. Um, I mean, we were sort of neck and neck with them for most of it, weren't we? Yeah. Up until the All-Star. They just pipped us at the All-Star, didn't they? And then we just kind of crumbled then. Just the yeah, last game before the All-Star break, they took they overtook us at the top spot. Yeah, which meant that... Um, Bolstra then got the, the All-Star coaching. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, then obviously went into the Eastern Conference final and lost four three to obviously Celtics. Yeah. So, and then I'll just touch on their preseason. They actually had five preseason games and they finished with a record of uh, four wins, one loss. Yeah. Beat Pelicans hundred and twenty, one hundred three. Beat Rockets one eighteen, one ten. Beat Grizzlies 111-108. They actually lost to the Timberwolves 121-111. And they beat Nets 109-80. So, I mean, it's pre-season. You can't take yeah. a lot out of it, as we've discussed with the Bulls pre-season. Um, but the fact that they're coming in, probably raring to go now, pretty hot as well. It's don't make it, you know, it don't make you um, full of confidence ahead of the the tip, does it? You know what I mean? No, it's it's so hard, especially with the first game. It's so hard to kind of real get a real judgment call on it. You know, technically both teams are finding their feet. I know they had preseason games, but um, it's one of those it's one of those matchups that it kind of could go either way. It could be a blowout either way. It could be a close game either way. It's just so hard to call, but I suppose the fact that it's it's at heat, yeah, maybe they have the upper hand. Yeah, I mean, I think last year there was a couple of games that were pretty close, weren't there? Yeah, um, and then a couple of games where we just didn't look like we deserved to be on the same court as them. I personally can't stand heat. <laughs> it's just. I don't know if that dates back to LeBron's days or what, but yeah. Um, I mean, looking at their off season, didn't make any major signings. Uh, they were linked to some, like Donovan Mitchell. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they didn't get it done. If even if they were tr- well, if they were even trying, um, they lost PJ Tucker to eventually Sixers, which I think is quite a big loss for him. To be fair, yeah. And they drafted Nikola Jovic. Yeah, that's how you say his name. Who, yeah. fun fact, is actually born in Leicester. In oh, really? Oh. Yeah, even though he's Serbian, Slovakian, whatever he is. His, I think his dad was over here playing, I don't know if he was playing in the BBL or what, but yeah, he was born in Leicester while his dad was playing here. There you go. So yeah, he's a... Uh, he actually has a British flag next to his name if you go on his uh, basketball reference. There you go. The more even, you know. Even though he's clearly not British. No. Um, and he looks a good pickup, to be fair, if he well, can he does. De- keep developing. He does. Um, he won particularly strong game in the pre-season as well, I think, didn't he? Yeah. No, I don't know if he's struggled with injuries, to be fair. Or... Well, he's listed as game-time decision. Um, he has He has an injury at the minute. I mean, yeah, it's, it doesn't really make a difference, does it? Yeah. Not, not in, you know, when it's... I think we've got to hope that Jimmy starts off as regular season Jimmy and... Yeah, not playoff Jimmy. 
Yeah, which I mean, he, he likes to turn it on against us anyway, doesn't he? But he does. Um, obviously, Bam Adebayo. Yeah. Hopefully, this little resurgent Vooch that we've seen is more, you know, because he got destroyed by him last year. Even Dwayne Deadman destroyed Vooch last year, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, he did. You know, hopefully Drummond can come in and sort that one out. I think see, that's, that's the thing, you know. We have a backup to Vooch now, which we didn't have last season. Do you know, in, yeah. in, in Drummond. And, and I'm not as worried as I, as I was about, God, what happens when we sit Vooch. Vooch can't contain these players at best anyway. And then what happens when we sit Vooch? They just surge ahead. But I, yeah. I, I'm not. I'm not as worried about that anymore because I, I think Drummond can potentially, he's even a hardier player than Vooch against some of the the heavier um, centres that are out there. Yeah, I mean, you know, away from the actual playing style of these players, Vooch seems pretty similar to P. Will in the fact that he's quite a sort of placid guy, isn't he? Do you know what I mean? He doesn't yeah. seem to to show anything whereas Drummond I think if he feels like he's getting knocked about a little bit fouled whatever he, he's gonna react and hopefully in a positive way <laughs> not get attacked yeah I mean was it last one of the games last year when uh, obviously we had Tristan Thompson coming in in place of Vooch and he, he went at it with Deadman didn't he and yeah didn't Deadman actually get ejected and then kicked a chair or something and rings a bell yeah <laughs> You know, I mean, hopefully that happens again. But I think as long as, well, obviously we're going into it with a, apart from Lonzo, a pretty fully fit team. So hopefully the it, it's like with everything in it, I think the starting lineup is capable of matching any team, to be fair, in the East. Um what let us down last year was the bench units. We just couldn't yeah. compete with their second units or whatever. I think this year we're different now. And yeah, we're still going to have to watch out for players like Max Struess and yeah. um, is it Gabe Vincent that was destroying Gabe Vincent, the yeah. players? Um, that... <laughs> even Tyler Harrow was coming. Wasn't he coming off the bench last year? I don't know that he yeah, is. Yeah, I mean, if he's their sixth man and Caruso's ours... You know, does Caruso go on to him? I'd say pretty likely, actually. Yeah, and I'd favour Caruso in that battle. You know, he's still going to throw, Hero's still going to throw up his threes and do yeah. what he does because he, he is quite a talented player. But I don't think he gets it done against our bench unit, a fully, well, a fully fit bench unit anyway. Unlike last year where he was probably coming in against Matt Thomas. Well, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, I mean, obviously, first game of the season, It's there's no... We've obviously got pre-season form, which I'd say we're pretty even, to be fair. They were 4-1, and one, we were 3-1. and one. Um, Yeah, it's hard to, to give any sort of a prediction in it, really, but where, where you, what sort of side are you lying at the minute? A double or an L? Uh, I think... I think we, I think the Heat will just edge it. 
but I think it's going to be close. Yeah, I think I'd, I'd go the same. And then I think the more important game is the the one, the one after against Wizards. Yeah. Just purely because if we do lose to Heat, it's how we bounce back. Right. Especially before playing Cavs. Yes. Which is another test. Yeah. Um, uh, Cavs is a very... Like, I mean, if, if we could, if we lose this one against the Heat, it's pretty... I know it's very early doors, but it's pretty important to try and bounce back then and win against the Wiz and the Cavs over the weekend, if we can. Yeah, I mean, because they're back-to-back, aren't they, them two? They are. They've got a day off, and then it's, well, Friday night and Saturday night in it in in America. Obviously, Saturday morning, Sunday morning for us. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I mean, obviously... By the time we come to do our next episode, we'll be three games into the season already, which is pretty mad. Yeah. Um, and then we've got Celtics next week, haven't we? Um, Tuesday, I think, is it? Tuesday morning. It's Monday night, Tuesday morning, which is, yeah. So, I mean, I know we've not done any prep on Wizards and Cavs, no. but I'll say to you now, What's our record of the three games going to be then by the time we come to record? Two wins, one loss. Yeah, and I'd be happy with that as well. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, it's going to, you know, the big question still who's starting at the four? We covered that in our last episode, what our takes on it are. Um, Apart from that, I don't think there's anything that we're really questioning with the team now, is there? No, I think we, we've got a fairly uh, good idea of the rotations even, you know? Yeah. And I'm actually a lot more confident now coming into the season. don't think it's changing my predictions in any way for Bulls, but I'll quite happily be wrong if they finish higher than I said. Yeah, um, I think possibly I would adjust my... Uh, predictions purely because Lonzo's going to be out a little bit longer than uh, I had first anticipated when I gave my predictions, but I'd only change it up by maybe uh, two or three games anyway. Yeah, I mean, just going back to that Lonzo thing, I know we briefly touched on it, and like you said, Lavar's not exactly the most reliable source. No. I, you know, I've not really shared it on the socials just purely for that reason, and I just wait till I see him back on the court. We know he's out. We know he's out injured. We've heard the different things. It's likely to be by the All-Star break he comes back. It could be sooner, it could be later, it could be out for the year. As it's always been with him, it's a waiting game, isn't it? It is. And, you know, and speculation's going to be rife. Um, we just need to, like we did before, we just kind of waited until we got an official statement, either from one of the big Bulls insiders or from the team itself. Yeah, I mean, I've seen different things on the socials today. You know, people saying that they've heard he's going to come back in February. Where they've heard this, I don't know. Um, like I say, to me, I'm just waiting until... I mean, we've seen a little snippet of him in the background working, uh, doing a bit of weights. So he's obviously starting his rehab already, or he's yeah. keeping himself mobile anyway. Yeah. Um, if they have sorted it and he's starting to ramp up his rehab... Who knows? He may be back by Christmas. 
You may be yeah. back in January. You may be back February. Yeah. Get him on that Stairmaster. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know if you've got anything else to add to the heat game. I know we went a little bit off piece there, like, but... Um... No, as we do. No, um, not really. Just uh, hope that Jimmy is over the whole Bulls uh, rivalry at this stage and he just comes out, like you say, as regular season Jimmy and not regular season Jimmy. I'm playing the Bulls. But, um, yeah, sure we'll see yeah. how it goes. We'll be able to make a much better judgment, I think, on things after we've seen the first regular season game. Yeah, and as I've said at the start, we're hoping that we can jump on Thursday night for us to yeah. do the recap of that and a look ahead then to, obviously, Wizards and Cavs in a bit more depth, maybe. Yeah. And maybe our predictions will have changed from that 2-1-1. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, I've got nothing else. I don't know if you have. No, I've got nothing else. So yeah, uh, I've been Matt, and you can find me on Twitter at MattCRedUK, and you can find us on all of the socials at CRedUK. And I've been Neil. Find me on Twitter at NeilCRedUK. Thanks once again for hanging out with us here at the CRedUK po- podcast. Please subscribe, rate, and review us. And until next time, wherever you are in the world, CRedUK.